0: Hi, I'm Kaden, here with my brother, Cal, and you're listening to Eating W's. Eat the W. That's a W. Let's eat one. Let's eat one. That's a W. So, on today's episode of Eating W's, we have a week five recap. Now, I just wanted to give a quick uh, update about the state of the channel. We are going to continue doing the recaps on, hopefully, Tuesday nights, Sometimes, depending on schedules, they might come out more like Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon, but we're going to try to keep it towards Tuesday nights, and then always have the preview for the next week out by before the game on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. We just kind of liked how that looked. It was a little easier for us to record, me to edit. It just was nice. And then also a quick update. I literally just, in confusion and being busy, totally forgot to put an episode on Anchor this week. Mm -hmm. So... We're done with Anchor I, I guess. Think so. that was our, that was <laughs> the, our last episode. The YouTube episode episodes whenever.
1: I've i watched them. They've they've looked pretty good. Yep. Gone off without a hitch, really. You know, uh, they they were easy to share on 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 social media. Got a lot of a number of views for for a couple of videos we posted, and so I, I'm all right with just going pure YouTube now. And I'll probably having just, that be
0: our channel. Yeah, we only towards the end once we switched to YouTube, we only had like. Two listens on it, yeah. Because people are going to YouTube, <laughs> and I
1: think so. I listened to one. Yeah, so it was so me. I listened just, to it, it was time to switch. anchor
0: that year or that week. So that was our our one more final update. I uh, finally put on a different outfit, mm-hmm. so that'll be nice, nice change of pace. Yep. But that'll be our final update for our and, side, and we're splitting the episodes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's why I started.
1: oh, that is. Oh man. This guy, get ready, get ready for a fun episode, get ready for a
0: fun episode. But moving on to... Not paying attention. (laughs) Moving on to the NFL part of the updates. We just got done with week five, and man, was was it a crazy week. It was a crazy
1: week on and
0: off the field. (laughs) Lots of stuff happened this week, to say the least. To start, on Thursday, we had the Rams heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, which the Rams one in pretty decisive fashion mm-hmm. it was a little close towards the end there but the big news coming out of that is russell wilson will now be out four to six weeks with a finger injury he hardcore dislocated his did finger see on one it? of those plays i did, did you see, see the it. finger it was, it was like it was it was pretty well bent to <laughs> yeah. say the least but not gonna lie geno smith came in and played decent he came in and looked prepared i i don't know if he has the
1: same trainer as Jameis winston or what? Maybe you know he just told his, him. his coach just what told did him to be what prepared. did he tell Gino? I think he just told him be prepared. You know? That's exactly <laughs> what he
0: told him. No, but, but, you no, know, he did. He did. He looked he looked pretty pretty competent compared to his time in New York. Granted, it was some garbage time plays where uh, the Rams were just playing a lot of not true prevent defense, but playing deeper, not allowing the big plays over the top. Mm-hmm. But he was just dissecting that defense pretty well. That interception to end the game was not on him. That was just bad luck with they Lockett They had a falling. chance. They had a chance. In fact, actually, if Lockett is able to keep running that route and doesn't get tangled up and fall, I think that's a completion and a big play mm-hmm. right there. So Yeah, that just just was a bad deal, you know, it get tangled up. and It'll be interesting to see how Geno continues to play when he actually gets some reps with the starters and takes that forward. responsibility. And has some true
1: preparation, exactly, you know, yeah. weekly, not just Jameis Winston's trainer telling you to be prepared (laughs) true football preparation
0: (laughs) exactly but yep the Rams pulled that one out next up we had the Jets uh, I was going to say heading to Atlanta but is actually heading Mm -hmm. to London to take on the Falcons this was the London game this week and I understand why they sent this game to I London. That. I know, man. It was not entertaining.
1: I love how the NFL wants to like broaden their spectrum and their audience. So they send and we send games. some of the worst teams every year to London. Like people have to sit there and watch it in London and
0: be like, "This is what they want us to watch. This right. is what's popular there. Like, hey. what do these?" Like why couldn't have they sent the Chargers Browns game? That would have gotten people in London I mean, really, really hyped. Really, ex- yeah, that would have been an exciting
1: game. But hey, at least we got to see Kyle Pitts finally break out. I
0: mean, yes. he kind of had to. They had no wide receivers. It was so. A, it was a. True, it was only Kyle Pitts. It was a true make or break moment for to see if Kyle Pitts was skilled for the NFL or mm-hmm. not, and he proved himself. I believe it was nine catches, 140 some yards, and a touchdown. Was the only one? I thought he had two. I only saw oh, one. I didn't one? get to watch the whole game, but I only saw one. But yeah, he had a he had a huge play towards the end when he caught a ne- really nice ball on a seam route from Matty Ice. But the Falcons take that game, and Kyle Pitts is really starting mm-hmm. to look promising now. If they can get Kyle Ridley Calvin Ridley back and take some of that pressure off of Pitts, and now we know that Pitts can do what he can do. Uh, Ridley that and and Russell Gage and russell games so yeah right yeah about that. yeah so you had you got your, your top two out especially if Cordero patterson c- can continue playing like he has yeah which <laughs> that can be a scary offense right there if that defense can even just slightly hold on who would have thought that he's supposed to be a running back Cordero patterson the vikings drafted him in the first round 2014 i want to say and we just tried to use him as a pure receiver and we got mad at him because he see couldn't in returner. Boy, well, and he was, kick a, returner. he was a great, he's a great kick returner. He Still is a great kick returner. Yeah, but he could just he couldn't run a route tree, so we kind of gave up on him. But exactly, mm-hmm. little did we know, you throw him in the backfield and just make him run some basic routes on the outside, he becomes this elite skill set offensive threat. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> the Vikings, the Vikings, the Vikings. North Turner just didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, you know. But moving on past that. The Pats and the Texans had a hell of a game to say the least, and I'm just gonna kick this one over to Callan to talk about his boy DM3. Uh, run
1: DM3 almost took down the the Empire. I mean, uh, you know, he played I Belichick played closer very, than I've ever
0: seen a rookie play. Very good. Belichick.
1: Yes, uh, Belichick's like. He has what
0: rookie quarterbacks are like two and 40 against them, or something stupid like that. I saw stat their uh, touchdown to interception ratio. They had 21 touchdowns to 41 interceptions. Yeah, and so the fact
1: that a rookie quarterback like that was able to go in and really probably should have beat them, if not for just a very crazy, unfortunate special teams play, they probably do beat them. Uh, you know, yesterday on the McAfee show, they were saying, who would have thought Run-DM3 could be the guy? And I'm thinking,
0: we did. Us. We knew the formula.
1: Tyrod t- Taylor.
0: We thought the Tyrod prophecy had been broken, but it just turned out to be an off week. The yeah. Tyrod prophecy continues. It does. We'll see if, how well
1: Houston can do.
0: If, uh, it is they the can... craziest thing ever. I mean, I the know... The AFC we're... South is pretty
1: weak. They still got a chance.
0: I know this is kind of out there to say because it was only one week a good play but it granted it was against belichick and a pretty good defense but if davis mills actually does turn out to be the answer in houston once they finally deal out deshaun watson and get whatever picks and what they're going to get in return for that and they can build around davis mills if david coley is even a half decent coach i could see the houston texans being not Super Bowl contenders by any means, but a real threat a in that good AFC team. coming up here And that's soon. what I'm saying. With the AFC, they still could have a chance. They, they're able to get it together. Now, like I said, that's a huge if with if Davis Mills can actually be the answer there. But for this one game, he sure did look like it. So Yeah, and hey, he picked a hell of a game to,
1: to show that he got it and balled out to go it against Belichick and, and the defense. It's not as talented or as good as it has been in past years, but... Belichick's a great coach he's you know he he shut down Brady they still lost but
0: yep I mean he knew how to beat Brady and shut him down and this is just the most recent example but look at what he did to the last rookie quarterback he faced and Zach Wilson what do you have no touchdowns four picks something like that yeah he was definitely Kyle Wilson that week he was Kyle Wilson that week next up the Vikings barely pulled off a win against the Lions and I mean don't get me wrong, a win's a win. As a Vikings fan especially, I know that we take wins where we can get them. But we almost lost to the Lions. And the funniest part is we didn't even play awfully. We actually played pretty decent. It's just the Lions really stepped up as well. Hey. But we should have played much better than we did even playing decent against MCDC,
1: Motor City, Dan Campbell, he's got that team fighting. And And to go through two losses like that, a 66-yarder at the buzzer... And then a 54 yarder at the buzzer. Especially against the Vikings kicker. That's really tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. So this week there were 16 missed field goals and 13 missed extra points. The most crazy. ever missed kicks in a week. It's like
0: Super Bowl a era. long time. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew it was a crazy week for kickers when the Vikings kicker hit the game winner at 54. I was like, all right, things are weird this week because. That doesn't happen, you know.
0: (laughs) Like I said, a win's a win. I'm happy about it. We're going to Carolina next week. But this is the, in the post-game interview with Dan Campbell, he was literally tearing up talking about how proud he was of his guys, the way they kept fighting. It is the first time I have ever watched an interview that made me think, oh my god, I wish the Vikings lost. Uh, like, oh, I wish you the Vikings really hurt would've... his feelings. Yeah. Like, like, of course, I don't actually mean this. I'm <laughs> exaggerating. But there was a part of me deep inside that literally said, I wish the Vikings would have lost that game. He loves that
1: team that. so much. And it's because in five weeks, he's gone through so much trauma already. That it I mean, crazy. How, how could you not just be stuck with that team? Like, guys, uh, wait, man, I, you know, what do you say to your team? They put up a hell of a fight in both of those games against the Vikings and the Ravens, had a, a lead on the Packers. I mean, I mean, I think the Lions like, are a pretty good team, and once they really
0: get it together, especially with the way that MCDC's leading them... Exactly, was what I was about to say, is I know it sounds crazy, but for being an 0-5 team, this is one of the most well-coached Lions team, at least, and I'd even go as far to say well-coached overall teams for a first-year guy that I've seen Mm -hmm. in a long time what Dan Campbell has been able to do with the resources around him players wise is insane and when he has a couple of years of granted it's still for the next couple years probably gonna be low round draft picks but they have some first rounders built up this year with the golf trade sending him to uh, LA to get those first round picks in return I could see this team being really good coming up here soon Especially if Goff can even continue to play just decent like he has been. Mm-hmm. That is a well-coached team. It'll... He came in, he brought in Anthony Lynn. He brought in a defensive coordinator that I like. I already blanked on his name. Aaron Glenn, Aaron uh, Glenn. the old
1: Texans cornerback from back in the early 2000s. He didn't remember recognize the name, but old Madden players from the early 2000s, Will.
0: I'm just, this, <laughs> this Lions team, and we're not talking about them yet, but I'm even going to throw in this Bears team. Could slowly both start becoming real threats to the NFC North, and it is terrifying me. You know? The
1: only thing about the Bears that's holding them back, I think, is their coaching.
0: Dead opposite <laughs> situation. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll get there in a little bit. But a win's a win. Next up, the Eagles went to Carolina and kind of shocked the Panthers. If we're being honest, I, I can't believe really...
1: Philly. I can't figure out which team shows up. It you get a, you get a team that shows up and looks complete. Or you get a completely inept team that looks like one of the worst.
0: It was a close game, but, you know, it's just the perfect storm. Hurts played well. Darnold had an off game. Uh, McCaffrey was out. They were able to pull out a win. In the absence of McCaffrey, though, I must say, rookie Chuba Chuba Hubbard, Hubbard, who we've talked about a lot, had a very good game, rushed for over 100 yards. Chuba Hubbard, as some call him. We're we're fans of the dozen. We don't know. A lot of people call him Chuba. No one actually knows what his name is. It's just a (laughs) toss-up. But they will. The kind of. They a, will. They will. They know his will name soon. Just give it a couple years. They will. But uh, kind of a shocker there. I really, uh, definitely. I really I, I can't believe
1: away. Carolina lost that game. Um, I didn't realize McCaffrey was gonna be out. Uh, I I mean I guess I should have. I knew he'd been banged up, but I thought he was still gonna play. And yeah, Darnold just had one of his off games. I don't know if the ghosts came back because it's October or what, but uh, <laughs> spooky ghosts coming uh, around he Darnold. Just,
0: I, I can't, I can't believe that they let Philly win that game. Yeah. Well, don't worry because I know our luck. He'll have a good rebound game against the Vikings. He's got a rebound game coming up. <laughs> but next up, we had the Saints going to Washington to take on the football team. Not much to say here. The Saints were on an up week, They're on an up won. week, and
1: famous Jameis went four touchdowns, including a hail mary at the end of the half Ooh, to I didn't Marquez know that.
0: Callaway. I know that I have a, Alvin Kamara on my fancy team, so I know he. It didn't was a bill, but... 54-yard hail mary at the end of the half. They're on an up week. We'll see if they continue their roller coaster. So this week. week they're losing exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, next game was the Titans heading to the Jags. It was pretty much same old, same old. Yeah. Derrick Henry dominated. The Jags lost. Tennessee should have did what they should have did
1: last week, and they probably would have won two in a row now.
0: Yeah, not and, much.
1: Uh, you know, there uh, weren't any women around for Urban Meyer to stick his hand he, he in. He didn't have any clubs in Tennessee, so, uh, so no uh, news there. Yeah, nothing nothing on that front.
0: Uh, again, kind of obvious game here with the Dolphins heading Four to behind. the Bucks. Oh, man. You didn't have to do them that dirty. You
1: didn't
0: have to do them that dirty. Four behind. What was I? Oh, yeah. The Bucks, the Bucks just dominated. Brady played well. There's really Brady not much more that game. I, Apparently he had a little bit of a thumb injury. He's got a thumb check.
1: injury. Uh, he did the old um, on the follow-through he hit it when on the helmet. It on helmet and uh, it happens a lot. Just jammed it, you know. Um, so, he's on the injury report. He actually didn't practice or wouldn't have practiced yesterday, but mm. Arian says that he fully expects him to play on Thursday. But that is interesting. A thumb injury for a quarterback playing on short rest four days. I'm interested to see if that affects him at all, if Maybe they go more heavy running and shorter throws. Which is something they have not been doing recently. No, they've also. been letting Brady just air raid that thing out.
0: Next game, we have the Packers at the Bengals, which of course included five missed field goals within the last two minutes of the fourth in and In overtime. overtime,
1: including three straight missed field
0: goals. Yes,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. I'll let
0: you talk about that because I did not actually get to watch the game. I just saw that stat.
1: Uh, so I, I, I got to hand it to Cincinnati. They're a good team. Cincinnati is a very good team, very young team, and they're going to they're gonna be a problem at AFC North for a while. Definitely. I think they got a smart young coaching staff and Zach Taylor. I know people were kind of down on him because he hasn't had a lot of wins, but just stick with him. Him and Burrow, they look really good. Great running game. Great receivers. They they really got a full package team there, especially with the defense too. I mean, Rodgers played good, and uh, you know, if not for crazy kicking day, that game could have went either way, really. And it, there were multiple times I had accepted, like, well, you know, that was a good game. I mean, get, you know, better luck next week. And then it was like, well, man, hey, we got a chance. Uh, Crosby missed a kick to end the game in regulation, and then uh, another one. And then, in overtime. well, then Burrow threw a pick on the very first play of overtime. Yes. Then Crosby missed a short one, like a forty-yarder, and then McPherson missed one, and then the Packers got back again. And I believe that's when they hit that's it. that's when he made
0: it. Yeah. And then McPherson also missed one, didn't they, gave him the fourth. Yep. So off game by Evan McPherson, who's a rookie this year out of Florida, but I still really like him. I think mm-hmm. he's got a good career ahead of him. Yeah. He hit a deep one to tie it. Yeah. So. Yep. I saw that. And then just a quick little know about, like you said, with Zach Taylor. What I was just saying about Dan Campbell this year is... Exactly my thoughts last year on Zach Taylor. I think for the young team, inexperienced, uh, ragtag kind of group of guys he had last year, he coached very well for mm-hmm. what he had. And this year they have now they got uh,
1: Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. They got full complement wide receivers with T Higgins. T Higgins will be back next uh, week,
0: or he was. There. He was back. Yeah, he had a he couple back. of drops,
1: yep. and if he doesn't have a couple of drops, they might win that. I'll win that game. Uh, he did catch the two point conversion to tie it at the end of the game. Um, And then, uh, yeah, their tight end is really good, too. Uh,
0: I can't think of who it is now, but... Is it the Bengals' tight end? Oh, uh... Oh, man. I know, he was... (laughs) I'm totally blanking on I'm blanking on
1: his name, too, and he
0: he had a really good game. As I say, I'll I'll edit it and I'll tell you guys who it was. I can't remember who it is either. (laughs) But it was a good game overall. Uh, Next game, we had the Broncos heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, and... I mean, Teddy was back, but outside of that, that game was not a tough C.J. Uzama. Uzama. Yeah, yeah, yep. it, yeah, yeah. I just yeah,
1: had know. to. I didn't even look it up. I started to look it up, and it just just kind came of popped. To, yep. Yeah. So yeah, he, that's yeah. He huge
0: game last week, and and he still did very
1: good this week. He's a yeah. he's a starting caliber tight end that I don't think
0: people many people know about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Steelers kind of just dominated the Broncos Even with Teddy being back They mm-hmm. just didn't play well And man, they finally found that run game Najee Harris is looking like a beast To say the is, least That
1: was always has been the key if, if Pittsburgh could find that run game And get that to complement Their their usually prolific high-flying offense Then that's going to be pretty now unstoppable Harris is looking good As long least. as Roethlisberger can just You know just be decent. Just be decent and just ride into the sunset. And, and especially if you can get the running game going, that will really help him out because he played a lot better this week than than he has really this whole season. I think I felt like this week was one of his better weeks, minus the second half of the Bills game. Yeah, which still not sure how that happened.
0: The investigation is still going on. Uh, (laughs) big hit to the Sealers, so they are losing juju for more than likely the rest of the season Mm -hmm. so four months shoulder surgery uh so i guess in a crazy
1: chance they get to the super bowl or championship game they might be able to bring them back but i guess you know that's why i like the new ir rules because former season ending injuries now maybe you could get them at the end of the playoffs you know it'd be a playoff edition
0: that doesn't happen very often i like the new IR rules Mm -hmm. as well then we had the bears heading to las vegas to take on the raiders and this was of course our first upset of our little head-to-head game here i took the bears in an upset and we hit our first upset so that was cool uh the justin fields played just good enough to win he Mm -hmm. just he didn't do anything fancy but he played efficient and that's all they needed Raiders did not look good, and it is getting even worse for them. Unfortunately, I think the Raiders are going to be in a bit of a tailspin now. That is definitely. the uh, John Gruden, of course, had to step down as the head coach of the Raiders for reasons that we don't really want to talk about because we don't want to get political or yeah, anything on it, this show. We won't really get into it, but he had some emails with some words. That were some, not nice. Some very insensitive. that people insensitive, don't like in today's world. And, yeah. you know,
1: you just, you can't be like that. It, it was really a bad deal. Yeah. It, what was said in the email, it was in 2011 during the lockout. So he wasn't on a coaching staff. He was actually an announcer for Monday Night Football.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, not that I don't. I know he regrets it. I don't think that he's racist. I think it was an emotional thing, but I
0: understand reasons. But it's still sad to see him go.
1: Yeah, cares. he's a. In terms of football, just straight football, he's a great football guy, definitely. great football coach. But you just you can't be acting like that and and expect to be in a in a prime position
0: like that. No, definitely not. Browns Chargers was an amazing game to watch. Total barn burner there. It was back and forth. Mm-hmm. Forty. 1 to 43 I believe 42 something like that 47 42 47 so yep. yeah 90. definitely in the game of the week just uh, in terms of entertainment and 88 combined points there if you see that in a game you know it must have been entertaining There was like
1: five or six huge play touchdowns a couple of long ones to uh, Mike Williams yep. Nick Chubb had a couple of long runs And Njoku and Njoku had, had that 75 yards. yard <laughs> that was a big man running down the field I knew he had
0: the speed. I just had never seen it when, before. <laughs> oh, when Irv Smith first got hurt, I wanted the Vikings to trade for Ninjoku so bad, but we didn't. But no, yeah, said definitely. You got Chris Herndon and don't want to use him. him. But definitely a hell of a game to watch there. Cowboys-Giants, not a ton of news. The Cowboys pretty well dominated like a lot of people thought they would. The only big news to come out of that was injuries. Of course, Daniel Jones went out with a concussion. Saquon, Saquon Barkley, Barkley went down with a sprained ankle. It was, was a bad a roll. Weeks. Zeke had a little bit of a hip problem. Did you on see the, the photo touchdowns. of his ankle?
1: Oh, yeah. It looks like a
0: tennis ball on the side
1: of his ankle. It is. It is. And amazing. that was within minutes of it all happening. So you know it was a bad roll. It was a nasty roll. Yeah. And one, then, uh, oh, was, uh, Kadarius Tony, I was going to yes. say, uh, had a breakout game, 189 yards. And decided to try to knock a motherfucker out. And got and ejected. Got ejected. So, so he ended
0: his great debut with an eject. And, well, and, not and, debut, but breakout, I guess. And
1: how ejection. how great is it that a Giants player went out and threw a punch? A Joe Judge coach team.
0: They're going to be doing a lot of running.
1: That's you remember that last? No, you remember in the offseason? You didn't hear about that? Joe Judge and his defensive line coach got in a fight and threw a punch at him.
0: Oh, I did not know but, that. Yeah, in training players. camp.
1: I thought you were just talking about... No, no, so that's Each why it's... Fight. No, that's why it's... And that, too. So, yeah, how I run, of course, a Joe Judge team player, a Joe Judge coach team has a player that just ran up there. I mean, it was a full swing. Oh, there yeah, was he, no hiding it. It wasn't it was like it was a push. He went out there swinging, like...
0: <laughs> it was big time, just a punch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It'll be interesting that, to see how the Giants season plays yeah, out because it is that, a right now. That kid's super right
1: talented, but I think that's why he fell, is he just kinda lets his emotions get the best of him and still just needs some growing up to do. Definitely. He's like nineteen or twenty, so he's you very know, young, definitely. Aggressive player. I guess you like to see the fight out of him. That's for sure. <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
0: 49ers Cardinals, of course, had a very entertaining matchup in that NFC West. Mm-hmm. Cardinals ended up winning it, but the 49ers played it much closer than I expected. One sad thing, though, is uh, Trey Lance has a little bit of an injury going on. Hyper expected to knee. miss a couple of weeks. A couple I heard. of
1: weeks. Jimmy G still hurt. They have a bye week this week, so they think that Jimmy will be back by the time that you know, their next game is that he'll be ready, that Lance won't. It'll be Jimmy that's actually healed first. Hmm. And if not, their third string is Josh Rosen. The chosen Rosen I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I guess
0: I'm like ninety percent sure that Rosen's their third string. When he said when he guys asked about being drafted tenth overall and he said the nine mistakes ahead of me, I knew right then that his career was already in the garbage. <laughs> you can't start your career like that. Uh, Bills Chiefs, of course, had a very entertaining game. Marquee matchup right there. And though it was fun to watch overall, it was a pretty decisive win by the Bills, beating them 38-20 to in Kansas City. And it just, they looked good. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs looked questionable. It's really weird to see what's going on there in Kansas I, City. I, you know, through these
1: first 5 weeks, I've I've been asking now, are the Chiefs a bad team this year?
0: It's really just hard this to say. I'm not
1: I every year is different. I mean, it just seems like things that usually went their way and when the ball would bounce their way in the past couple of years, just it hasn't happened this year. Mahomes' no-look passes are getting intercepted. Guys aren't catching passes like it's the super bowl again they're bouncing off their hands and off the helmets they're playing what what they're doing is what tampa did in the super bowl is their defenses are just letting their front four rush the passer and if they're able to get home or any pressure you got seven or eight guys in coverage that you know, you can't do those no-look things when and, you're and in the... whip it any way you want because there's too many other defensive players out there just playing zone, watching you, waiting for the ball. Just waiting, exactly. So, you know, it's just, if, you're, if your front four is able to get pressure on him, I think that seems to be the key to beat the Chiefs because Mahomes just wants to try to do all that schoolyard bullshit and he's been getting away that. with it and now he's not getting away with it anymore. He was only blitzed on two percent of plays this week against against the Bills. They only Hmm. blitzed two percent of the time. That just goes to show that just that's. It seems to be how the defenses are countering these air raid spread offenses. Is they're just Just going to a cover two shell.
0: With
1: with just the defensive (laughs) linemen, it
0: it seems to be working. Yeah, and that's so.
1: And now the so now the running backs will come back. And the tight ends, because now you're covering the far, the deep parts of the field. Now the middle and the short is going to be more open. So now we're going to get back into the age of using tight ends and the running backs being stars in the NFL, which I like. So I can't yep. wait for that. It, it all just goes in this rotation. It's it's crazy how things
0: just repeat themselves. Quick I can't look. wait for the Wildcat to come back. I love it. I can't <laughs> Quick little note about the Chiefs, same record as the Vikings, so that's, and that's the first time say.
1: they've been under 500 since 2015 and last in the AFC West.
0: It's going to be it's going to be a fun Right now, situation. it's still
1: early. we going to be a, a fun the first situation quarter of the, the season is over,
0: but yeah, there's a lot of ball game watch, left. Though. Well, we got to wrap it up quick here, so I'm just going <laughs> to mention the Colts lost to the Ravens in a huge comeback by the mm-hmm. Ravens. Good old two sprains, did as much as he could to win. Two sprains. I thought the Colts had that in the bag. It was sixteen to three at halftime and Baltimore
1: looked like crap. Give it to Lamar. He did And then the fourth decent. quarter, they decided to put Lamar Jackson in at quarterback and he can kind of throw a little bit. He remembered he wasn't a running back. He, <laughs> he, decent. he is now they'll say this a thousand times because they love pointing these stats out. But he is the he has the highest completion percentage. For any quarterback that is thrown for over 400 yards, he had like an 80 to 85 or 89 percent completion percentage, which is, it is really good. It's pretty. You, good. It's like 22 or 27, so
0: you you'll hear enough about Lamar Jackson how good he is. Mm-hmm, we you but, don't need to hear it from us too.
1: Yep, you know, he but
0: just it was a good quarterback it, showing. I'll give name. it to him. It, it was a good game. It was a good game. So that was our week five recap. Thank you all so much for listening. And until thursday don't forget to eat the w